please, the uh, first chapter. And then I believe we'll be going to 1 John, the third chapter. Ephesians 1. And eventually, I think we'll be going to 1 John 3. Believe with me, please, for utterance, revelation. You know, uh, my spiritual father, Kenneth Hagin, said that he used to say this just every now and then. He'd say, uh, no preacher can do more in any service than the congregation will, will let him do will allow him to do. Is that true or not? Well, Jesus in his own hometown could there do no mighty works. You think that's because he chose not to? No, he said he couldn't. Why? They shut him down with their unbelief. Well, certainly the servant's not above his master. If they shut Jesus down, <laughs> they, they can shut you down. Right? So uh, that's why you hear me saying, you know, are you believe with me? Uh, let's agree together. Let's pray about this because it's, it's greatly, utterance is greatly affected by the hearer. Amen. So let's agree together about it. Father, in the name of Jesus, we do. We come into agreement asking you for utterance. Speak to us, Lord, exactly what, you, what you're saying right now. Give all of us ears to hear, eyes to see. We're open. We, we, we respect your word. We respect your Holy Spirit. And we say we'll not just be forgetful hearers or, or hearers only, but by your grace we'll put it into practice. Live it and do it. Be doers of the word. And when we do, we know we'll be blessed because you always watch over your word and bring it to pass in the lives of those who do. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Lord. I was out with some guys a few days ago, and their little three-year-old son had been in some classes here. And they said, tell Brother Keith what you was telling us after church today. And he took a stance. He said, I adore. <laughs> he's, a, he's a doer of the Word of God. <laughs> How about you? You want to try that out? I'm a doer of the Word of God. <laughs> Two and three-year-olds can get it. We ought to be able to get it, too. Uh, Ephesians, the first chapter. <laughs> Isn't it wonderful they're getting that? Our, our children workers are doing an outstanding job. Outstanding job. Uh, Ephesians, the first chapter. And verse uh, 2. He said, Grace be to you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, many of the epistles begin this way, talking about uh, the God and Father and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Verse uh, 3, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. Skip down to verse 17. He's praying that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory. Somebody say Father of glory. The Father of glory may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Him. In Ephesians 2.18, Ephesians 2.18, through Him, through Jesus, we both have access by one spirit unto the Father. How do you get to the Father? Gain access to the Father only one way. Through Jesus. Only one way. Let me say that two more times. Only one way. Do you believe it or not? No man. Does no man mean nobody. Comes to the Father except by Jesus. He said so. Skip down to the third chapter. The third chapter in the 14th verse. He said for this cause I bow my knees. Unto the father. Of our Lord Jesus Christ. Of whom the whole family. In heaven and earth. Is named. Let me read this to you from some other translations. The NIV says. 
from whom his whole family in heaven, heaven and on earth derives its name. Well, we're named after our Father. The Living Bible says, I really like this, the Living Bible. When I think of the wisdom and scope of his plan, I fall down on my knees and pray to the Father of all the great family of God. Some of them already in heaven and some down here on the earth, but one family, one Father. Say it out loud. One Father, one family. Now we're talking about the family of God. The family of God. Uh, go with me to 1 John, please. 1 John, the third chapter. The Father, here we read in Ephesians, is called the Father of lights. In Hebrews, he's called the Father of spirits. Excuse me, I said it wrong. In Ephesians, he's called the Father of glory. In James, he's called the Father of lights. Um, in Hebrews, he's called the Father of spirits. In 2 Corinthians, he's called the Father of mercies. Don't you like that? Yeah. Now, there are others, but let's just talk about these a little bit. Say it out loud, Father of glory, Father of, glory. Father of, lights. Father of lights. Now one translation brings out the, fa- the, the Father who fathered all the celestial lights. There is no light apart from Him who is light. Didn't the Bible say He's the Father of lights? In Him there's no darkness and there's not even a shadow. And so the all light has come from him. He's the father of glory. Father of glory. He's the father of spirits. He's the father of mercies. Not not mercy. Mercies. Plural. Why? Because he knew we'd need more than one or two. <laughs> Now, this Father, Father, Father of glory, Father of lights, Father of mercy. Who, who is this I'm talking about? Whose Father is this? Whose Father is this? <laughs> we know He's the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Hmm? <laughs> but is anybody else's Father around here? <laughs> in uh, hold your place there in First uh, John, or they, they can put this other up on the screen for us. In John twenty, John twenty, let's see, I got excited and lost my place. Um. Uh, John 20, after Jesus rose from the dead in verse 17, he said, touch me not, for I am not yet ascended to my Father. So uh, she saw him, they saw him, I mean immediately after he's raised from the dead. He, he, he hasn't even left the, the area yet. But he said, don't touch me. Why? Well, you'd have to know something about the Old Testament and, and priesthood to know that uh, at a certain time, and one particular thing, once a year, the high priest would be cleansed. He would wash himself and, and, and make a sacrifice of blood. Blood would be applied to certain parts of his, like his thumb and his toes and his, his earlobe. And, and he would go into the Holy of Holies and, and present the blood for a covering of sin. Until the next time. Well that's what we're about to see. Jesus the high priest. Is about to go in. To the holy of holies. With his own blood. And he said don't touch me. He, he sanctified for it. The purpose. Later on he said handle me. Didn't he? After he'd come back. 
But notice what he said. I'm not yet ascended to my father, but go to my brethren. Go to my what? We'd say brothers. Well, what are brothers? Brothers are family. Hmm? Family of the same father. Go to my brothers and say to them, I ascend unto my father. And your, why would he say that? Because of what he's just done and about to do. <laughs> my father and your father and to my God and your God. Why? Because the relationship we have with God is none other than Jesus' own relationship. We, we couldn't get there by ourselves. We couldn't get there with our works. Jesus had to give it to us. And he gave us his righteousness. He gave us his acceptance with the Father. So we have that same place. We either have that place or we don't have any place at all. (laughs) My father and your father. So this father of lights, this father of glory. Whose father is he? We know he's the father of our Lord Jesus Christ, but he's also my father. Somebody say my father. You know something that uh, I noticed, uh, I made point to look at it. I thought, how, how often does Jesus refer to the creator, the almighty, as God rather than father or vice versa? And just with a cursory look, he said, my father, 50 times plus versus five times my God, Matthew through John. He was very father conscious. He was continuously speaking about the father. Remember in John 14, uh, He's always talking about the Father. And so he brought the Father up again. And one of the disciples said, show us the Father. You keep talking about the Father. Show us the Father. What did he say? You've been all this time with me. And you you don't know me? And he's thinking, yeah, I know you. The Father. I want to know about the Father. He said, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. Now that is not to say that Jesus is the Father. I know some endeavor to believe this but it's not true Jesus is not the father Jesus said there were things the father knew that he didn't know if he is the father then he's saying uh, I don't know things that I know (laughs) Jesus said that his father is greater than he is he saying he's greater than himself Jesus Jesus is called the son of the father He's begotten of the Father. So did he beget himself? No, no. So it's not true that Jesus is the Father. But Jesus' Father, by our faith in him, has now become our Father. Said out loud, his Father father is my Father. father. God, God. the God of glory, glory. is my Father. father. The God of lights. Who made all the stars stars. is my Father. Father. The God of mercies, the God of of spirits, the Father of spirits spirits. is my Father. Father. Is is he? What does that mean? 1 John 3. 1 John 3 and 1. Behold. What manner, what kind of love the Father has bestowed upon us that we should be called the sons of God. The more I meditate upon this, the the more I see how little we've understood this. The, The angels are on record as saying, what are these men that you have given such a place to. What is man? 
That you're mindful of him. That you put all things under him. I mean, uh, we don't know how long things have been going on. Eternity past. We don't know all of the uh, creatures and, and beings that have come. I mean, there's evidence of a lot of things happening on this planet before we got here. All the dinosaurs, all that stuff, right? Who knows what happened on other planets? We don't know. I tell you what we should know. We have a very special place with the Creator. We are not just created beings. We are not just servants of God. We have been made sons. Sons. Oh, somebody say sons. I'm a, I'm a son of God. Now this, this is one of the biggest things that made the religious leaders hate Jesus. Because all they talked about was God. That's G-A-W-D. <laughs> so what's wrong with that? A lot. A lot. You'll, you'll hear people who don't know him, they, they won't refer to him as father, per se. If they do, they'll say it funny. Father. Now, he's not father. He's Abba. I said he's Abba. You know what Abba is? Abba is our, our equivalent of Dada. One of the first... Uh, things a little child would learn to say. Abba. He is our Abba. Who's your daddy? Come on, help me out. Huh? Huh? Who's your daddy? (laughs) Are you believing with me this morning? There's some very significant things I believe we can get to this morning. If you'll stay hooked with me real strong for a few minutes. Who's your father? Say it out loud. My father father is the father of the Lord Jesus. Jesus. He's the father of lights. He's the father of glory. He's the father of of spirits. That's my father. He's my father. Go, go on reading here in, in 1 John. Uh, verse 2. Well, verse, verse 1, let's read it a little further. He said, what kind of love the Father's bestowed upon us that we should be called the sons of God? It's a privilege beyond what we've understood. Therefore, the world knows us not because it knew him not. When the, when the Son of God came, did they recognize him? No. Well, they don't recognize us either. Verse 2, beloved, now are we the sons of God. When? When do you become a son of God? When you're born of him. You are his son. Now that's male son or female son, but you're his son. And uh, a, an infant that's three hours old is not going to look exactly like 40-year-old father. You can see some markers, but there's, there's a lot of development got to take place, right? For they look exactly like full-grown man. And uh, you and I are in that early, early stage of development, right? Even if you're 80 years old, you're a little child to him. That's not a figure of speech. You just haven't been around long enough to be anything else. And how many would say that you have developed and become more like him in the past 10 years or 20 years or 30 years or 40 years? Do you believe you have? Well, what if you just continued at that pace for another 500,000 years? (laughs) Developing, growing, becoming more like him. What kind of being would you be? All the frailty and junk of the flesh and the earth would have been forgotten uh, 400 and something thousand years ago. Huh? And you've been in the glory of God 
learning about him, growing and developing millennia after millennia, what kind of being will you be? You will look like, you will sound like a son of God. Do you believe it, saints? Ho, ho, ho. Beloved, now are we the sons of God? And it does not yet appear what we shall be, but we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him. He's our brother. The head of the church is my brother. (laughs) We shall be like him. For we shall see him as he is. Can you say glory to God? Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Turn with me, please, to the book of John. Actually, I moved too quick again. How about Romans 8? On your way to John. Nothing exists without a father. Nothing. Everything is begotten into existence by a father. Everything. The idea that anything just spontaneously comes into existence by itself is absurd and delusional. Everything. I mean, have you experienced anything that didn't have a father? Think about it. Give some thought to it today and tomorrow. You'll find out no. This universe was fathered. This creation was fathered. It was begotten. I noticed back in the book of Genesis... That uh, you you see, anybody know what Genesis means? Hmm? So in Genesis, you're going to see things fathered. You're going to see them, the first of their kind, come into being. Uh, and I noticed this, some of the very first men that were on the planet fathered things in the planet. At Genesis 4 and 20... It said uh, Ada bare Jabel. He was the father of such as dwelt in tents and such as have cattle. He was the first rancher. Before him there were no ranchers. He fathered ranching. (laughs) Came out of him. His brother's name was Jubal. Jabel and Jubal. He was the father of all such as handle the harp and organ. He's the father of all musicians. Jubal. Before him, it wasn't. Not in the earth, not with men. Isn't that interesting? Uh, Zillah, verse 22, bare Tubal Cain. He was an instructor of every artificer in brass and iron. He's the father of metalworking. Nothing exists but what was fathered. Everything. Everything. And every seed does what? Produces after its own kind. Every seed. And you and I are begotten spiritually of Him. Of His seed. His Word. Is his seed. I know uh, back. uh, Growing up on the. Our little farm there in Mississippi. We had some cows. And uh, myself and my brother. Sometimes go with my dad. To get get a bull. And uh, had to get you know. New bulls. So every so often. And and so uh, we'd look for. We had Herefords. And so you'd look for the ones that. Had the right markings, and and so we'd come back, and so then eventually, then you got calves, and my dad would point out to us. He said, "Son, you see how that bull, how he marked that calf," and you'd see what he's talking about is he looks like him. You could tell which 
which calves came from which father. They marked them. They're, and we know that's technically, scientifically accurate. Uh, genetic markers. DNA. Do you know what? You're marked. You have the Father's spiritual markings. Hmm? You take after him. Of course you do. He's your father. He begot you. <laughs> are you are you letting this sink in, Saints? This will change your life. He's he's marked you. Listen to the scripture in, in Romans uh, 8, verse 29. It says, Whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his Son. The image is the likeness. You ever heard somebody say, he looks just like him? Somebody was telling me just a few days ago, they said, you, you got your daddy's eyes. You, you look just like him. Well, that shouldn't be a surprise. Right? <laughs> He's my daddy. He marked me. Right? <laughs> well, you have your spiritual father's eyes. Sit out loud, I have my father's eyes. I take after him. Is he your father or not? He's your spiritual father. He's the father of spirits. Can you say amen? Amen. The Bible said in 2 Corinthians 4.4, it says the, uh, the devil has blinded the minds of those that don't believe, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, Christ who is the image of God, should shine unto them. He's the image. Hebrews 1 and uh, 3 said that Jesus is the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person. I mean, South Texas, you'd say, spitting image. What does that mean? Looks just like him. Have you ever heard that? I mean, people talk like this all the time. Looks just like her. Looks just like you. Well, it shouldn't be a surprise. It's where they came from. Right? Looks just like them. Where'd you come from? Where's your father? What's he like? (laughs) Beloved, now are we the sons of God. And it doesn't appear that way to the world, but it will. I said it will. It shall. Won't it be amazing in the ages to come? People point at you, point at us, and go, they're the sons of God. Hallelujah. The redeemed ones. Yeah. What will we be doing? The Bible says we'll be ruling and reigning with Him in His kingdom, His family, forever His family. Can you say amen? Go to John, please, now. John. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. John, uh, what, what chapter did I say? Huh? Did you pick up a chapter? Did you? try? Let's go to 14. Fourteen and verse six. Jesus said, "Now I'm, I'm I'm coming back to the thought that Jesus was continuously Father conscious. He's always talking about my Father, my Father, my Father, all the time. Should we be? Yes. Is He our Father too? Yes. Then should He be?" as important to us as to Jesus when he is walking there. Should we be thinking about him as much as he was? We should be. 14.6, Jesus said to them, I am the way, the truth, the life. Not a way. 
the way. No man comes to the Father but by me. If you've been around very long, you, you know you hear me say this once in a while, and sometimes I'll wave my arms and, and, and raise my voice and go, he's the only way. He's the only way. And the reason why I do is because there are sadly billions of people on the planet that don't believe this. And if Jesus is right, then they are lost. And we're going to, as, as we get into this, we're going to see this. One of the biggest lies ever perpetuated in the planet is that we are all spiritual children of the same Father God. This is a lie. This is not true. There are two spiritual families in the earth. Somebody says, no, there's more than that. No, there's only two. In order for there to be more than two, there'd have to be more than two spiritual fathers. Everybody think now. Because there are only two spiritual fathers, there can only be two spiritual. Did you hear the word I said spiritual? There can only be two spiritual families. And, and, and how can you get to the Father? Only one way. Nobody comes to the Father except by Jesus. And verse, uh, verse 7, he said, If you'd known me, you'd known my Father also. And from henceforth you know him and have seen him. Philip said, Lord, show us the Father, and it'll satisfy us. Jesus said, Have I been so long time with you, and you've not known me? Philip, he that has seen me has seen the Father. How then do you say, show us the Father? He is the Father. And if you've seen Him, you've seen the Father. Why? Why? Because He is the... <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't know exactly where spitting came from, but... <laughs> don't sound all that nice, does it? <laughs> Express image. He is the exact image. When you've seen Him, you've seen the Father. What about you? You got a different Father from Jesus? That's a little weak. So what's supposed to happen with me and you? We're supposed to take after our Father so much that when you see us, you're seeing Him. When you hear us, you're hearing Him, right? Because we're made in His likeness and image. He's marked us. Go back to the 8th chapter of John, please. 8th chapter of John. Now, beware of thinking that Brother Keith just don't understand some things. <laughs> okay? And thinking you got it all figured out. Where's your scripture for your alternate belief? John 8. John 8 and 18. Jesus said, I am one that bears witness of myself and the Father that sent me bears witness of me. Jesus is not the Father. Keep going. Then they said to him, where is your Father? I'm really excited because we're going to answer this question here in just a little bit. Because he's his father and he's your father. Where is your father? Would you like to see? We're going to take a glimpse today. Would you like to see? I can almost hear some folks going, leave right now. (laughs) Not just totally leave. Although if you lived another 50 years, it's going to go by like that. I'm telling you. Soon and very soon. But where is your father? They said. Jesus said, you don't know me nor my father. Now who's he talking to? Help me out. He's talking to the preachers of the day. These are the ones who have the degrees in theology. These are the ones who wear the robes and the collars. And stand up on the pulpits and platforms. That preach and teach to the people. And what did he say? He's telling them. That the God they're talking about all the time. They don't know who he is. He said if you had known me. 
You'd have known my father also. Why? Because he's the express image. Right? Just like him. Not that he is the father. But he's one with him. Keep going. These words spoke Jesus in the treasury. As he taught in the temple. No man laid hands on him. For his hour was not yet come. Uh, Verse 21. Jesus said, I go my way, you'll seek me and shall die in your sins. Where I go, you cannot come. Verse 24, I said that you'll die in your sins. If you believe not that I'm he, you'll die in your sins. Is that still true today? Now, who's he talking to? You've got to remind yourself who he's talking to. He's talking to Israelites that they're going to die in their sins. He's talking to religious leaders, preachers. True? He said, if you believe not that I am he, you'll die in your sins. They understood not that he spoke to them of the Father. Then said Jesus to them, when you've lifted up the Son of Man, then you'll know I am he. That I do nothing of myself, but as my Father has taught me, I speak these things. Did he talk about his Father a lot? I'll tell you a good study on this. It just go through the book of John and circle every time where it says Father. <laughs> and you'll have circles on, on all the pages. He that sent me is with me. The Father's not left me alone. I do always those things that please Him. Jesus is the ultimate Father pleaser. How about you? You want to be a Father pleaser? You remember what what the Father did when Jesus was baptized in the river? And He came up. The Father spoke audibly out of the sky. You remember that? He said, This is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. You reckon he could be pleased with you? Yes. Certainly he could. Yes. Certainly he can. You're his son too. He said, I speak what I've seen with my father, and you do that which you've seen with your father. Aren't they, aren't they all uh, spiritual children of the same, same father? God. We're all uh, children of the same father God. Huh? You sure? Millions believe some form of this. Jesus said no. They said Abraham's our father. He said if you were Abraham's children, you'd do basically what Abraham does. You'd do the works. But now you seek to kill me. A man that's told you the truth, which I heard of God. This did not Abraham. You do the deeds of your father. They said we're not born of fornication. We have one father. Even God. Was it true? Was God their father? They're Israelites. They're preachers. They're religious. They're scripture quoters. <laughs> Jesus said, if God were your father, you would love me. And this is the acid test today too. How can you tell if God really is somebody's father? Very, very simple. They love Jesus. And if they don't, God is not their father. I know some folks don't like it that plain. But what did Jesus say? I mean, are you going to change what he said about it? Who's your father? This would be a perfect time to say it out loud. Say it out loud. God is my father. Now see, if you were hesitant to say that, Not good because there's only one other family you can be in. If God's not your father, somebody else is. And you say, no, no, I'm like Switzerland. I'm I'm neutral. (laughs) You're living in a daydream. You ain't neutral. If you haven't been born again into the family of God, you're already in a family. And God is not your father. Keep reading. He said, if God were your father, how would you know it? Verse 42, how would you know it? You would love me, because I proceeded from forth and came from God, neither came I of myself, but he sent me. Why do you not understand my speech, even because you cannot hear my word? Then he makes it real plain for him. Verse 44. 
Now, now, now beware of sin. Brother, I don't know if I like uh, Brother Keith's preaching today. I'm reading word for word what Jesus preached. Right? <laughs> what did Jesus say? They're already mad. They're already upset. And he makes it worse. Much worse. Doesn't he? What did he say? He said, let me break it down for you. <laughs> Your daddy is not God. Your daddy is the devil. Let's remind ourselves of who he's talking to. Hmm? Israelites. Preachers. Right? Your father, you're of your father the devil. The lust of your father you will do. He was a murderer from the beginning. From the beginning. Who begat it? He did. Who influenced Cain to kill his brother? It was him. He abode not in the truth because there's no truth in him. When he speaks a lie, he speaks of his own for he is a liar and who gendered lying. Where did the first lie come from? That means there was a time when there was not such a thing as a lie. Nothing exists except it was fathered. Who fathered deception? Lying. Hypocrisy. The devil did. He fathered it. He fathered it. I want you to say it out loud again. God's my father. God's my Father. Oh, hallelujah. The Father of glory is my Father. The Father of lights is my Father. Amen? Amen. They asked him a question, where is your Father? I want to answer it. Go to Revelation. Revelation, the third chapter. And I think eventually we get over to Ezekiel, the first chapter. Where is our Father? Is He real? Is He real? If He's real, you can locate Him. Hmm? If He's real, you can, you can talk to Him. Listen to Him. See Him. I think with a lot of people, He's not real. That's why they keep talking about God. <laughs> but when He gets real to you, you begin to find out, what he's done for you, what he's made you, you begin to talk about Father. Amen. I mean, not, not disrespectful, and yet there's a certain amount of comfort in it. Knowing I got a right to be here. I can come, not arrogantly, but boldly. Right into the, where? Where? Why would I want to go in there? That's where he is. That's where, where is my Father? My father is the father. And he sits on the, the, capital T, throne. The throne. Let, let's read about it, then I'll, then I'll say more. In, in the third chapter of Revelation, Revelation 3 and 5. He that overcomes, are you an overcomer? The same will be clothed in white raiment, and I will not blot out his name out of the book of life, but I will confess his name before my Father and before his angels. There's coming a day when those that are not in the Lamb's book of life are going to be cast away. How many think... There's going to be nothing more important to you at that moment than that your name is in the book of life and that Jesus claims you. Because there are those that he'll say, even those who did stuff in his name, he's going to say, depart. I don't know who you are. I don't know you. You're not family. Right? But the Bible says, he said, if you... If you're ashamed of me before men, I'll be ashamed of you before the Father. If we deny him, he'll deny us. But 
if you'll confess him before men, he'll confess you before his father and the angels. And that's what we're reading about right here. That's why you hear us say sometimes, do not be ashamed. I mean, stand up, speak out, step out, right? And don't care who sees or knows, I'm a believer. Jesus is my Lord. God is my Father. Don't care who sees or knows it. I am not ashamed of it. Why? Because there's going to come a day when you want him to speak up for you and to call your name. Did you see what it said? I will confess his name. Can you see this? There's coming a day. And Jesus is going to call your name. He's going to call your name. In front of the Father. In front of all the angels. He's going to say, they're mine. I know them. They're mine. Somebody say, glory to God. 21... Verse 21, to him that overcomes will I grant to sit with me in my throne, even as I also overcame and am set down with my father in his throne. That almost boggles the mind. What does that mean? How many believe Jesus has been raised from the dead and he has sat down at the right hand of majesty, the the right hand? Of the throne. The throne. And what's he telling you? When you overcome. I'm going to grant you. This is some grant. I'm going to let you sit with me. In my throne. Why? Because you're a son. You're a son. We're going to rule. And reign with him. (laughs) Mm -mm. what's this throne look like chapter 4 tells us we need to get familiar with it some so it's not such a shock to us because for too long we're going to go in there and right and see it all and and, and the master's going to say come up here and sit down with me I can almost hear religious demons squealing. They go, oh, no, no. That's, you can't say that. Uh, he'll say, come on up here. Sit down with me. Chapter 4, verse 1. He said, I looked and behold, a door was opened in heaven. And the first voice I heard was as a trumpet talking, saying, come up here. And I'll show you things which must be hereafter. Keep reading. I'm going to read several verses. Immediately I was in the spirit. And behold a throne was set in heaven. And one sat on the throne. Who, who is that? Who's sitting on that throne? That's my daddy. That's my father. Is it true? Is this throne real? Is this a fairy tale? Is this. Hmm? Is there a place where you can go and see this? It exists. Verse 3. He that sat was to look upon like a jasper and a sardine stone. Both of those are, best I could find out, red colored stones. Red. So what what color is God? You think he's, uh, is he Caucasian or is he he dark skinned? Is he brown or or black? He's uh, red. He's red. And there are numerous other scriptures that back this up. But crystalline red. He looks like quartz. Beautiful shades of red quartz. Crystalline. This is not a fairy tale. This is real. Who is this? Who who are we talking about here? Who are we talking about? You take after him? (laughs) And there was a rainbow round about the throne in sight like unto an emerald. Now that's that's green. But again, like like quartz, like crystalline. Green. Uh, Probably deep, beautiful shade of green. 
And there were around about the throne four and twenty seats. There's other people there. Upon these seats I saw four and twenty elders sitting clothed in white raiment. They had on their heads crowns of gold. Out of the throne proceeded lightnings and thunders and voices. And there were seven lamps of fire burning before the throne, which are the seven spirits of God. Is this an awesome place or what? Before the throne there was a sea of glass like unto crystal. Now if you look at other scriptures, we're told it's sapphire. Which would be like blue. When we look up, and it says it's blue like the heavens. And it's usually referring to the first heavens, which we call sky. When we look up, we see sapphire. God sees it when he looks down. It's his pavement. <laughs> Hallelujah. Who, who am I talking about? Who am I talking about? My father. Round about the throne there were these four beasts full of eyes before and behind. And we're going to see in just a moment that they are not just there for looks. They do some amazing things. Be a lion, calf, man, flying eagle. Keep reading. They had four faces. And each, each one of them had four faces. Each one of them had six wings and uh, full of eyes. Uh, Brother Hagen, uh, my father and spiritual father said he saw these. And he said they were strange looking. <laughs> he said their eyes go all the way around their head and they look in all directions at once. So they never need to turn. They never need to turn. They have a face on every side and eyes on every side. They never need to turn. Is this a fairy tale? No. no. They rest not day and night saying, Holy, Holy. Holy Lord God Almighty, which was and is and is to come. Keep reading. When those beasts give glory and honor and thanks to him that sat on the throne who lives forever and ever, the four and twenty elders fall down before him that sat on the throne and worship him that lives forever and ever and cast down their thrones before the throne saying, You are worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power for you have created all things and for your pleasure. They are and were created. Somebody say, my father. My father. My father. Go to Ezekiel 1. I'm, I'm thinking about closing. Ezekiel 1. Where is your father? They asked Jesus that. We know right where he is. He's at the throne. I won't take time to read all of it, but it's a good read if you'll read this whole first chapter of Ezekiel, because having read Revelation, you'll see how it exactly parallels. Ezekiel saw the same thing John saw many years earlier. In Ezekiel 1 and 1, he said, The heavens were opened. And I saw visions of God. Isn't that what John said? And uh, verse 4. Looked and a whirlwind came out. And a fire enfolding itself. And the brightness about it. Was as the color of amber. Out of the midst of the fire. And he describes the winged creatures. And he said they had four faces. Sound familiar? And eyes. And he, but he's saying they move. They move. The throne moves. And I know that sounds strange to you, but that's what it says. Read the complete Jewish Bible, verse 22. Ezekiel 1:22. Complete Jewish. Over the heads of the living creatures was what appeared to be a dome, glittering like ice. It was awesome. <laughs> This is long before the 20th century. Ezekiel was saying, it was awesome. <laughs> How many believe it's awesome? It was spread out over their heads, over the winged creatures' heads. There was a dome over them. Keep reading. Under the dome, each had a pair of wings spread out straight toward those of the others. Each had a pair that covered his body. They got, each one of them has six wings. 
Four faces, six wings, eyes all the way around. <laughs> Brother Hagin said they, they do look strange <laughs> compared to what we're used to looking to. Keep reading. I heard the sound of their wings when they moved. It was like the sound when they what? When they, when they what? Well, the, you, as you read the rest of it, they're connected with the throne. So it, if they're moving, read the rest of it, see what you, see what you think. It was like the sound of rushing water, like the, like the voice of Shaddai, like the noise of a tumultuous crowd or army. I imagine it's something like the space shuttle. Tremendous noise of power. And when they stopped, they lowered their wings. So their wings are not just for looks. They're functional. And the whole thing is movable. Keep reading. Whenever there was a sound from above the dome over their heads, they stopped and lowered their wings. Keep reading. Above the dome, there was something that was over their heads was something like a throne that looked like a sapphire. On it, above it, was what appeared to be a person. (laughs) It looked like a man. He knew it wasn't just a man like he knew, but it looked like a man. You know why it looked like a man? It's not really the way we look like him. He made us. In his likeness and image. Which is why we don't have eight ears and five legs. We're, we're made like him. After, fashioned after his person and image. Keep reading. I saw what looked like a gleaming amber colored fire. See there's, these are these red crystalline colors radiating from what appeared to be his waist upward, downward from what appeared to be his waist, I saw what looked like fire, giving a brilliant light all around him. What complexion is God? Fire. He has a fire complexion. (laughs) Bright shades of quartz-like appearance. Red. Reddish hues. Well, fire is all shades of red and and others, other colors. You know, yellows, whites, right? Fire, heat. He's fire. Our God is a fire. Keep reading. The brilliance around him looked like a rainbow in a cloud on a rainy day. This was how the appearance of the glory of Adonai looked. When I saw it, I fell on my face. He already said it was awesome. And I heard the voice of someone speaking. Is this real? Is this real? Who is this? This awesome being. Sitting on this throne. The the, the seat of all power. And light in the universe. The, the power that keeps our sun burning. Comes from here. Amen. And all the stars. In all the galaxies. Comes from here. It co- the source of it. Is the strong. And Hebrew said. Come boldly. Amen. To where? Amen. To here. <laughs> Not just any being can. I said, not just any being can. But beloved, now are we the sons of the living God. Oh, how many believe such an one ought to be worshipped? He should be worshipped. Stand up, lift up your hands, let's worship him. Oh, Father, we worship you. We worship you. We worship you. Let's lift up our hands. We worship you. We adore you, Lord. Lift up your voice. Oh, hallelujah. We give you glory. We give you praise. We give you adoration. I worship you, Lord. 
Oh, Father, we worship you. Father, we worship you. Go ahead and sing that. Glory, glory, glory. glory. 